What is going down, everyone? It's time for Mojo Break the Hype, episode 279. We're fresh off the Tops Conference in cold Arizona over there at Chase Field. So we've got some news to discuss. Lots of news and rumors coming off of that show. We've got some bounties for a million and a half. Almost $2 million bounties out there. We're going to discuss that. Uh, lots of new products coming out as well. Check mojobreak.com for your upcoming breaks of all your newest products. Mojobreakshop.com for all your latest wax needs, Pokemon, gaming, sports cards, all that stuff. You can find mojobreakshop.com and get delivered right to your doorstep. Guys. 279, 21 away from 300. It's going to be right around the national. Make sure you guys join our hype Facebook group, contribute to the show, and add some more topics for us to discuss. Dan, how was the Arizona trip for you? Dude, you said it was cold. It was a little bit for being like the beginning of spring training. It got a little, little hotter as we, uh, it, it wasn't bad. It could have been, uh, I think we were there a week before and it was colder. It was colder a week before. But spring training, alive. Saw a lot of uh, Giants stuff. Saw a lot of Cubbies stuff. Saw a lot of Dodgers stuff. Um, baseball season. People it are is. talking about it. I'm excited. I know Cody's excited. And, uh, yeah. We also, uh, the conference. Overall, some surprises. We're gonna, I was gonna say well, the only I, thing that's the only thing that was hot there was the seats. There were some hot seats going on there. Some hot info. Uh, we'll get into that later in the show. Uh, spring training. How excited are you for the A's, Conrad? <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited that the A's are still in Oakland. Uh, it turned like there's this video that I wanted to click on that I didn't get to watch. Um, that I saw pop up the other day, but it was a. Uh, how Moneyball ruined the Oakland A's, and I'm 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 very intrigued to see to see what the the thought process behind that got is. Got a movie out of it, and you know Brad Pitt was in it, so might be the best thing the A's <laughs> have been a part of for a long time. But maybe I'm thinking like maybe what are the, what are they talking about? Like, are they gonna be like because that was such an ex- success? Like the A's have to live up to that or something like that around along those lines? No, I think I think you have an owner that treats it like a business and wants it to be as profitable as possible. Yeah. And he has figured out an avenue to make that happen, and he's been really successful with it. I don't know if they're talking specifically about the movie and book Moneyball or if they're talking about the strategy of Moneyball. I was I was, just, I was on the assumption it was probably the strategy yeah. of Moneyball. Which but, I could see. But, we, but it's opposite now because now you have, you have teams like the Padres that are like spending an insane amount of money doing the opposite approach right. of of moneyball. See, now this is where we don't we don't need to get this much in the weeds, but there is oh, an idea. Go. There is an idea that you can still spend like the Padres and still have the moneyball philosophy because it's less about the money you're spending and more the value that you are getting value out of those deals. So in their mind, they're like, well, we're going beyond the next level of it where it's like we are like value is like let's just sign these guys for crazy long deals but maybe the average annual value is lower than it would be if you sign them to say maybe a four or five year deal so in that in that sense but also i think the other thing is that everybody saw what the a's were doing and then teams with actual resource financial resources were like oh we can just, we can do that too and we can spend money that's yeah, probably where yeah. it broke it yeah 
Well, and we got an announcement. We're doing a break that's about the cost of the Oakland A's uh, in total, their whole total team. <laughs> the entire it's the, the whole entire roster for this year. It's uh, the biggest baseball pick-your-team-ever, guys, going down March 24th at mojobreak.com. It is 162 boxes spanning over 20 years. We've got some old-school favorites like 1980 Tops, if you're into chasing Ricky Henderson, 1989 yeah. Upper Deck. Of course, we've got your high-end stuff like your definitive, your 17 Bowman if you're going after Acuna, 18 Bowman if you're going after Otani. So there is a little bit of everything. 2021 Bowman transcended, so you've got high-end cut. You've got your prospects in there like Julio. Uh, literally any prospect you could name over the last 5-10 years, is there's a possibility of getting his best card in this break. And also the best part, we are giving away two World Series tickets plus flight and hotel booked so you can buy one of the cheapest teams in the break and have a shot at the world series tickets one and 30 chance there's bounties there's skunk prizes it's going to be a fun event all four of us here will be doing the break march 24th friday so get it at mojobreak.com teams are already moving there's already people picking up teams securing their team for the biggest pyt ever and man it's going to be crazy but i want to flip back into the a's 500 to one for the world series so you bet one. you bet one dollar you win five hundred dollars. That's not a bad um, fun. That's not. A, it was uh, plus like fifty thousand, right? It yeah. is plus fifty thousand. I mean, you guys can tell me as Giants fans, on average, what is the what are the odds you guys are getting? Even on those years that you guys actually ended up winning, like what's the average odds that the Giants get every single year? The Giants were never favored. Even mm. the, even our in our even on our run when we run three <clears> championships, <throat> we were never going into the season as the favorite. I we're, bet I bet maybe fourteen was probably the best odds they ever had yeah. because at that point it was like, well, you just have to put them there. But yeah, all the other years, yeah, no way. They this year, the Giants are forty-five to one. Okay, bet so that, one dollar went forty-five dollars. That, that sounds more reasonable because I was like, the A's have to be the the worst odds every single year, the or A's, one of the worst every the single A's year. The A's and the see if you can name the second worst team, Pirates. Or actually, they have the same odds. Nope, uh, Padres are two twenty-five. Oh, pi- I said Pirates. Which one? What did I say? The Pirates are two twenty-five. There's a team that's got the same odds as the A's. One one other team. Oh. Miami. Name it. Nope. Miami's actually uh, ninety to one. Royals. Rockies. Royals, no. Nope, not Rockies. Twins. Nope. Again. Why can we not? Nationals. The Nationals. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yes. They're bad. Yeah. yeah. Solo less Nationals. Yes. Yeah. 500 to 1 as well. Uh, and then <laughs> yeah, it goes down bad. to the Reds at that 275 to 1. This yeah. is according to Fox Sports. Bro, I, I'll take those 500 to 1 odds on the Nationals way before I'll take the A's odds 500 to 1. <laughs> wow. <laughs> The very know. clearly rebuilding Washington Nationals. Although they got a lot of good prospects. I was going to say their payroll is probably higher than the A's, though. <laughs> yes. Almost. But again, I, any, pretty, I mean, it's a long season. Anything can happen. I mean, the Orioles, I bet you the Orioles were in that bottom five last year, and they finished at just, I think, either just above or right at 500 last year. So it can happen. Well, we got some new releases to discuss if, since we're on the baseball train. Bowman Inception does come out this Friday. You're probably listening to this either on Thursday. We've got Pick Your Team full cases posted at mojobreak.com. Uh, this is a two-auto product. So if you're doing a case break, you're getting 32 autos. Highlighted Marcelo Meyer. You've got a lot of the top prospects in this as well. Jordan Lawler. Uh, so it's a fun prospect auto chase. And new this year, they have a first inauguration stamp on the base cards. For Which is um, pretty much means first Bowman 
Inception. Correct. Yeah. First Bowman Inception. We'll see if the base cards add any value to this product, being that they have that stamp on there. Uh, so something to watch. Uh, Topps Dynasty Racing F1 is coming out tomorrow, uh, Wednesday, uh, this week, Wednesday. And uh, it's, it's, it, it's a one-hit product, cards number to 10 or less. Uh, you're looking at about 30 drivers in there, obviously highlighted by uh, Hamilton, Verstappen. Uh, you got a couple, uh, Sergio Perez. Uh, you've got the, who's the uh, rookie that's uh, is, is popular? Guan Yu. Yeah, or Shinoda, or um, I'm trying to remember his name. There's a couple rookies that have made it in as their first time. Guan Yu, oh, I think, okay. is really the main guy, but there might be, they might have be, Well, because they didn't, do, they didn't do Dynasty last year, right? No, I think they did. The 2021 year? Yeah, I think they did 20, 2021. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think this is the third year. This okay. is the third year dynasty. So how many cards can they still make of Lewis Hamilton that can still continue to move the needle? Every year. Every year? Every year. Doesn't matter? Until he retires. Then probably, probably some when he retires, too. Seems like he's the GOAT, so. He's, he's a LeBron James. Yeah. Five years ago, did you guys ever think that we'd be selling F1 cards? No. No? Absolutely not. But do you think we'd be doing lacrosse before we did F1? No, I would no. think they were doing F1. Cornhole? Cornhole before F1. No. 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 I think, I mean, I've always known that F1 globally <clears throat> is super popular. Just domestically, it's never really taken off until the Netflix documentary. Yeah, and you're about to have that big race in Vegas uh, in the fall. So, but I do, yeah, I do wonder the bandwidth here on F1 when you, like you said, how many, how many drivers do you get total? About 30, 30. Maybe? Each team is represented three times so that they, they, they balanced it out really nice compared to previous year. Cause I remember previous years, it'd be like three teams that were, didn't have any cards in the, in the, in the product at so all. So it's, it's one thing when you got 30 teams with, you know, 25, 12, 50 players on each team, like that's a lot of, that's a lot of different subjects. But yeah, thirty guys. I you know I'm 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 curious. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. But I guess you know when the, these these series are so popular, and when the top guys are as you know popular worldwide as they are, then it's it's not going to stop anytime. Is uh, F1 Dynasty or is F1 cards collecting as a whole? Is that the yuppie collector? If we had to categorize, is that the khaki tucked in shirt type of collector? <laughs> Sweater over their neck. Uh, no. Yale. No. I would say no. no. I'll, what I was going to Gol- add. Golf? Golf? Mm, yeah. And speaking of golf, I mean, Netflix also has a, a new documentary, which it seems like when Netflix does a documentary sports related. It's true. That sport ends up gaining massive popularity. And so is it time to start looking at the previous releases of golf and – is it going to have a resurgence again? To that point, the the last dance I know it was on ESPN, but that was a Netflix production. Yeah. So whatever they're doing over there, on Netflix, Who's they got the you. sports documentary thing. When's the Live Golf set coming out? Who's going to get the uh, licensing for that? That's a good point. Which uh, I just heard a report on how crazy their uh, contract restrictions are. Uh, you guarantee you have to always wear a certain shirt for by that they say you have to do every tournament they do. So yeah, they're paying you buckets of money, but there's a lot of demands on. Uh, even crazier than the PGA Tour, but we'll see if there's actually a Live Golf uh, uh, set coming out by somebody, right? It'll some happen. Point. Oh, it'll happen. It'll Money happen. talks. But um, so yeah, I mean, I didn't want to like stereotype uh, Dynasty collection, but what I was trying to say is, it feels like it's like 
the Don P of 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 a of a category. No? Well, I, I would say in general, what what, what what I would say in general is that, um, what you, what you asked us like, would, did we ever foresee five years ago this this being a thing? I've always seen F one as kind of like a ultra rich person's. That's what, hobby. that's what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. So I think what's ha- what happened with uh, obviously the popularity with the Netflix show, and then COVID, and then Tops Chrome, the first release being so, so picking up momentum after a while. I think now we're at a point where there are a lot more people that enjoy collecting F one, and now that the the prices are actually reasonable for Chrome, the Chrome products, right, compared mm-hmm. to what it was in 2020 and even 2021 products. Mm-hmm. So more people are able to buy more F1 products and thus collect more and trade more and sell more. I yeah. I think the key with it though is it's not we're, we don't have 20 25 different releases of F1. Yeah. Um yeah, you would definitely yeah. see it would definitely lose popularity if there was 20 releases. Right now I think we're going on what four or five a year. Mm-hmm. And it's a perfect balance because you have the flagship then you got the Chrome, and you got the Dynasty. So you're, they're basically covering all their bases with like the low tier, the mid tier, the high end. What's the mid tier? I would say Chrome, but they don't have like a uh, museum or an Inception or a. Uh, they haven't went that route with it yet. Let me ask you guys a question. So you've got the the you got F one being the basically the Dom P. Is NASCAR the Natty Light? Bush Bush Light Bush Light. <laughs> Because Push Light is a sponsor of NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, with with a pack um, of Winstons, preferably. Yes. <laughs> Man, like, such an underrated sport that just does not get it, it does get a lot of love. Just doesn't get a lot of love here in California, even yeah. though they just had a race in California. It doesn't get a lot of love in the trading card world at all. Never has. It was the only. We were waiting. And, and, we and, speculated. And, you, and it's the best value. It is the right now. It is the best value for a collector. Not for somebody who's going to be flipping the cards. You're probably not going to do well. But, like, to be able to open up a product and you're getting, like, you open up an NT, NT box, you're going to get a couple of the main drivers or names. Crazy relics. The product is so underrated. Same thing with, I mean, Prism. I think Prism's like five autos a box. Yeah, there's a lot of autos. And I, I feel like the legacy of NASCAR would go right into like collecting but it just doesn't never has translated uh we, we we thought Don't we give thought up. we thought the pandy would give it a little push in the arm and it, the last category to, i mean soccer was almost below at one point uh nascar and and soccer's obviously you know uh jumped it by a lot but you know it's just never taken off and and uh, f1 is 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 killing it so never but, say never that you're holding out hope, Dan. I, it, it's going to happen. An F1, uh, a, a F1 product with <clears throat> relics and auto chases similar to that NT NASCAR stuff would be – I, I don't even know what the price tag would be. But, yeah, right, because it's, it's a super fun rip. And, yeah, I agree. It's underrated. But there's not a lot of legacy to F1, I feel. Like, you – you know, with NASCAR, you got Richard Petty, you've got Dale Hernart, you got all these guys you get cut autos from. You know, you have more of a legacy. There's a lot more drivers, right? So you have a lot more rookies and stuff like that. It seems like with F1, it's like maybe a one new guy a year. But I think for for like American audiences, there's no legacy. But like that in for international audiences, they'd be like, oh yeah, I want to collect this guy, this guy, because you know, there's I think there's a lot more uh, there's a lot more weight internationally to that than there is here. 
Who is well, the greatest F1 driver of all time? I mean, I think it is Lewis Hamilton. I think I think, yeah. We're Who's the greatest retired Michael, F1? Michael Andretti? Sh- Schumacher? Schumacher, yeah. Schumacher's probably the is it, I don't even know if it's Michael. It's Schumacher. I did last name. I yeah. don't know a lot about. And, and Al Unser, I think, is Indy. I don't think he was F1. Who is the most successful F1? Uh, Born in 1911, Argentinian driver Juan Manuel Fangio. That was the guy I was thinking He's of. known as El Maestro. He is the most yep. successful Formula One driver of all time. Became world champion five times for four different teams and never finished a Grand Prix in lower than second place. What year again? Impressive. He was born in 1911, so okay. probably around 1930, yeah. 1940-ish. Oh, I saw, I saw, I saw uh, them whips that was racing back then probably ain't the same as <laughs> no, the whips no, they be racing nowadays. <laughs> well, what was the movie that... Uh, like I was about to say that Chris Hemsworth movie. Yeah, Nicky Lauda was one of the guys in that movie. He's considered one of the best. Good movie, by the way. Rush, I believe, was the name. Yeah, I mean Lewis Hamilton is listed on the top fifteen of all time. Actually, Max Verstappen's in there, so maybe we are in the heyday of F one, which is why it's translating we're in the golden era of F one. You know where we're it's translating. never been better. It's it's never been better. Um, I'm actually trying to see where Lewis Hamilton is, is ranked. Is Schumacher not on there? Did I? Did I? Schum- make, no, you're right. Did I make up that name. Michael make, Schumacher for sure. Michael he's Schumacher. A, is a legendary name in, yeah. in Formula One for sure. Uh, Michael Schumacher second all time. Yeah, nothing wrong. Silver. Lewis Hamilton on this website, OneStopRacing.com, number one. Yeah. Schumacher right. number two. Well, we don't have any Schumacher autos. We have Schumacher. I know they have a, a out outfit, right? Schumacher Racing. Is that him? Something like that. I thought he had autos in the first yeah, year of like Chrome. That. Maybe, maybe he did. It's the goat. Uh, but let's uh, let's move into Shine. Shine. We know him. We don't know what he does, but we know him. He is very, very rich and spends a lot of his money on some high end cards. Well, we don't. We don't know that. Well, he's got a rich collection of cards okay. that he's showing off, okay. Dan. I don't know if he's I cash mean, I, rich, I mean, but he's rich in cards. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't have his P and L. I don't know what he's worth. He's got, some of the top, he's got at least $1.5 million ready to spend on the Luca uh, Black. One of one from 1819. Does prison. it have to grade? Uh, Is that part of the stipulation? I don't, I don't think so, man. I don't know. No, I, just I, raw? Just raw. I mean, Josh Luber uh, woke up at 2 p.m. and decided that oh, he's going to put a $1.6 million bounty um, on it. And, and then, we have an announcement here that we're actually going to put our hat in the ring. No, we're not. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> the biggest Luca supporter in the industry right here, Doug and Dan from Hydro I'm coming in. I will give you about $37. I was going to say, we might be able to get a little mojo bucks going on for it. Maybe, uh, maybe 50, 50 bucks. <laughs> you 50 bucks. Clearly might not even make the playoffs now. So, I mean, I so don't know. Who Why? do I who do I contact to get that out in the internet that I am buying the same card for fifty bucks? Uh, maybe maybe have Gary work on something. <laughs> you should put that up there. It's like uh, hot, throw my hat in the ring. Fifty dollar bounty. Fifty dollar bounty. I don't I don't know if you guys want the Luca army coming after you guys, man. Are they worse than the star collectors? You don't have to take my bounty. Yeah, it's just, this is what we're willing you to just, pay. You could just yeah, it's all like it's what I got. <laughs> How about 50 bucks and friend for life? Um, you know, say you're friend of Dan from Mojo Break for the rest of your life. And that's worth more than a million dollars. Exactly. Right there. It's friendship. Yeah. Uh, 
do we think there's a chance that this is sitting somewhere that somebody's actually pulled it and we just don't know that it's been pulled or do you think it's just too hard to keep under wraps yeah i i think it's too hard to keep under wraps i don't think it's been pulled yet what if i have it in my sock drawer it's a chance well it does also seem like once this was announced 18 19 prism hobby boxes have been readily available mm, yeah and they uh they are currently trending at a wholesale price <clears throat> of 48.50 per box that's saw- $48 also at the top conference i i i was offering 50 dollars a box and again no no one was taking me up on it i was like hook I'll, me up i just looked at it on blow it's, it's at 65 but you're saying wholesale is 40 4800 6500 dollars a case a case okay i actually we were it's funny because we were talking to one of our sales reps and we had a conversation, and then Doug and I went to the gym real quick. We came back out, and I'm not joking. I, I think the price went up. It did. And that in that one hour, we came back, and it was like it's a stock a stock ticker. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this could be a cl- very clever pot, uh, plot to uh, bump up some prices on some wax that people may have been holding on to. I will tell you this: the better card was pulled by none other than myself. I pulled the Trey Young Black one of one. So, and I do agree with that. I do agree. Better, better card. Didn't better investment. Didn't we just clarify on the show last week? No. Shea Gilgis Alexander is a better card than than. I do Trey agree with that. Point. But uh, in terms of <laughs> black seconds. one of ones, this is the better card of the two. So, uh, yep, already pulled it. So it's already done. Uh, I killed the product early on that one, but. Uh, <laughs> $1.5 million buying. And then there was another another uh, random person that threw their hat in the ring, right, Cody? Scrim! I just, I just what'd wanted you, to yell Scrim! What did you say? Scrim! <laughs> you with okay with that? Eyes? <laughs> scrim! <laughs> uh, Tell us about him. I don't or, know anything or, about him other than he's part well, of you the... you know his name. Yeah, I know his name. He's part of the Suicide Boys, which are not the Island Boys, unfortunately. I'm, That's I'm what I was hoping curious for. curious if you say it one more time. Is it like Beetlejuice? Is he just going <laughs> to yeah, show I can't, up? Yeah, I can't, I can't do it again. He's Scrim... Oh, gosh, did it! Oh, no! No! <laughs> He's here. <laughs> yeah, he's going to bust through that door. <laughs> so didn't the know he was world. a collector. And, uh, yeah, he's he's say how, $2 million? Uh, t- Yeah, he's, he's wow. offering $2 million for this card. Uh, part of the Suicide Boys hip-hop duo has worked with uh, Blink-182 drummer Travis Barker. So Trav. uh, he's a guy. He's a dude. So there you go. It's grim. He's, these bounties are starting. These bounties are making mine look bad. Do you, do you think he might know the original bounty Pitbull, the Pitbull guy? I mean, Shine. Do you think he knows him? Uh, oh, we're saying. Oh, he's not. He is no. Shine is not Mr. Worldwide. He does look like <laughs> Mr. Worldwide like a little bit. Uh, it, it, this is. It, it's feeling a little bit like uh, 2020, 2021 right now with uh, these bounties being thrown around. Maybe it's maybe it's Shine and these guys are like, I'm getting nostalgic for for summer 21 where everything was crazy and on fire and you know it's like maybe they're just like let's 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 rev the engines a little bit let's yeah, but, see what we the, can let's get this thing bounty, coming. the whole bounty situation isn't new it's, no. it's something that's been around for a long time um it just got really really popular in that boom and during the pandemic it is definitely an interesting marketing technique because it's uh it's probably generated more money in sales so far in these last week on secondary market prison, but who, prison but, boxes. And, who, and who's reaping the benefits of that? Uh, you know, whoever was holding the bag. You know, they, well, uh, now, well, now the bag got bigger. 
well, I mean, but somebody was holding <laughs> the bag of the product itself, like had a good amount, healthy amount, right? That they were able to sell uh, now at the that price because I, I do believe it was around two k, three k a couple months ago. So we almost for doubled. a box, yeah. I think we almost doubled the actual price of the box with this about that sounds low for 1819 i thought i always assumed it's a, it was around like three to it four it was a roller coaster ride i believe um, um, because because two is like what you can buy like the the zion year for now right two, right two month two months ago we we had an opportunity to buy a fair amount of 1819 stuff and i yeah and we do uh, have some 1819 <laughs> right now we have the choice boxes which doesn't really do any good you can't but you, you can't oh because the nebula's get, already been pulled yeah it's already been pulled. unless somehow you can pull the black out of that but we all know that's probably a hobby so and also i mean we you, you briefly mentioned it but there he also has that bounty out for the bowman chrome university superfractors with the bryce <coughs> young's already been pulled or at least well, the yeah the auto somebody version. came up then sell yeah. it to him somebody did um I, I, what i want to say about this when i saw this and he's like uh and i saw he's like hey come on breakers let's get this let's get rip let's get ripping some 18 it's like Bro, I'm looking at the prices here, okay? He's offering $1.5 million for this card. You do, you you divide that by how much a case costs right now. You're looking at opening up 20, 23 cases to reach $1.5 million. There's a good chance you're not even sniffing the black prism yeah, in I, 23 cases oh, not, not a good, uh, of prism. Almost a certainty. So it's like... Yeah. It's like I know you like I know he's trying to like like yeah what what's going on here is there is there like so like these people who have been holding Prism can can sell it for higher than what they bought it and got into it for it's like it's not so easy for all of us breakers to just be like yeah you know what that bounty let's start opening up that eighteen nineteen Prism bro it it sixty five thousand dollars a case like who's doing that that's that's exactly there's a few outlets that can. Um, we bought a few boxes. We'll see. I don't know. It's because uh, there's not a lot of other chase in there besides obviously the one of Trey Young, but Trey uh, Young, Trey Young, big big it, card, it, and Gil- Gilgis, right? Gilgis in there, but the Gilgis has no rookie card logo, which is also confusing. But I mean, granted, you can pull any numbered Lucas though, and it it's it's going to be worth a decent amount. Like, you know what I mean? But it also could be in f- first off the line as well, right? Could be. Could it be? Could yeah, it could, absolutely could be. Right. So then you have that as a possibility as well um i mean I don't, how many how many look, talk about hobby how many cases do you think are still out in the wild it's a good question like okay over or Anywhere under from one to five thousand dude i knew you were gonna do that that's my leg <laughs> over or under a thousand over cases a thousand cases there's over a thousand cases left yeah in the wild yeah. granted it was it was a little bit before the overproduction i, era I think it might it, i think it is i think it's slightly over a thousand but like you're saying 1.5 million you get 23 cases if there's out a of thousand the- of them out there you're probably not getting it looks like the first off the line is trending at uh, almost six thousand dollars a box as well um, so interesting uh, to see uh, what what that is going for. Uh, I would take. I can't answer this question because I wouldn't pay much for it. Uh, do you think that's a good buy at one point five million? Do you think there's a chance or, it goes or up? or two million? Right? Or two? Million. Can we have or, a, what, the the bounty scrim. is now? Do we have scrim? Well, I, I don't know what million. happens if you say it four times. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> test it with the fans. It, 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 technically, Cody, it's money sign crim. 
Oh, is that what it is? No, no. I All right. Well, now, well, now we've restarted it. So now, if you say that. Two more times. Yeah. Well, now one more time. There's twice. Yeah. So, Um, and then you have my fifty dollar bounty on it. Yeah. Yeah. So two million fifty dollars essentially is what we're looking. No. 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 (laughs) No. You take. You just take my. You take my. Yeah. Just take the the fifty or nothing. That's it. Okay. Fair enough. I'll say the one point five is a good buy. The two million, I don't know. Two seems like too much. Two seems. Like really at the max of what I that's what I would you, that's imagine. That's where you draw the line. <laughs> yeah, one point five. That, that extra half a million dollars, yeah. where you're like, whoa. <laughs> okay, I think one point five is a little a little steep for a non autograph card of a scrub. Now, has the autoed version been pulled? I believe so. I believe so. But nobody wants that. That is crazy. How crazy? I don't. I don't understand. How much will the internet explode if a certain breaker pulls this and you guys know where I'm going? Uh, we all, I, well, here's the thing. The moment I saw this bounty, I'm like, well, we all know how this is ending. We just, we know. I don't have to say who it is, but we all know, I don't know, two months time who's pulling this. And it also is creating like, because it was this time last year where the triple logo man craziness all started. So... We haven't seen the flawless checklist yet. No, you're right. Are you? Cr- are, uh, this is, feels like leading we are into creating the, into the national. Everybody exactly. is going to be ripping eighteen, nineteen. Exactly. It'll get pulled before the national, though, right? I, I maybe, but it feels like this is a harder. This is a harder product to attain than like flawless was brand Dude, new. I, I, I think. I think there obviously is going to be people opening this up to try to get the Luca Black Prism, but. And I, I know there's there's. Guys out there with deep pockets and companies out there that can do this, but like, to what extent? I don't think people. Are, I don't think there's gonna be that ver- that many folks actually actively opening up eighteen, nineteen prism to find this. So I'm gonna say it doesn't get pulled by nationals. Yeah, I don't know. I'm saying it's <clears> gonna <throat> get pulled within the next month, um, personally, uh, honestly, because I think there's already people scooping it up. Um, the weird thing is, is, yeah, you mentioned the Bowman University bounties for Bryce Young, Caleb Williams, and CJ Stroud. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15K Bryce Young, which was pulled 25K for the Heisman winner, Caleb Williams, and CJ Stroud at 10K. Why is Shine the bounty guy now, right? So he came out with the Luca, which makes sense. That's what he seems to collect. I don't see a lot of super fractor football cards going through his time. He's, he's, he's trying to set the mark. He probably like, see. he's probably looking at this product and be like, okay, this is their first Bowman. I want to kind of test the water. That's why the bodies aren't that high, right, compared to the Luca. I mean, it's still a pretty good amount of money, but he's probably like, I like this product. I'm prospecting on this product by I think the, these guys are obviously the main guys that people are going to want to collect moving forward and I'm, I want their first Bowmans. We don't think he has any tie to anybody else besides himself. One well, it, it should be mentioned, only one of those was the first Bowman. Oh, yeah. That's so, true. which is kind of why I was a little surprised. With well, first the with the, well, the, maybe like he's thinking like the first with their license. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It just seems like an odd play. Like, we're going to name the Luca first, and then we're going to go right into Bowman University, and then we're going to go into Button Baller, and then, you know, just uh, it's a, it's an interesting uh, way of, of, of doing it from he's somebody like him. He's a bounty guy. He's a bounty guy. Call him dog. He's the bounty hunter now. I think the paper towel guy. That, that's when I, mean, I think of bounty. That's what I think. Oh, okay. Bounty. The, the great, the great, 
the great paper towel company yeah, with the uh, plaid shirt the quilted yeah. well yeah. that would be the, br- would that be brawny brawny yeah i was a brawny man for halloween once because right because I, I didn't Not have bounty. a costume brawny jr brawny <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to him What's uh, Shine On Crazy Diamond? Weren't you Wait, say you, something? Did you, you have something you were saving for that? Well, you went yeah. as the brawny guy? Yeah, I mean, it was did a... Anybody, did anybody know? Did I anybody mean, get it? I was like, I, I, yeah, I had a paper towel in my hand, so it made sense. <laughs> <laughs> did you have the whole roll left at the end of the night? Uh, can't remember. I, I was definitely using it and giving it to people throughout the party, like, here you go. Oh, you need a napkin? Here you go. Brawny man. Brawny man. Yeah. Uh, brawny guy at the at the party is like having a... A, a pickup truck during somebody needing to move, right? Yeah, exactly. It was good. Um, um, but, yeah, so, uh, you know, we'll see if there's any more bounties to come. And uh, I, I'm predicting this card will be hit within a month. I, I just don't see it, man. Like, like you open up a $65,000 case of Prism, you might be walking away with $1,000 worth of cards, man. Well, that's why it's going to be digested in some of your favorite breakers on some other online platforms. I think, though, there's only, like, I, I don't think it's going to be, I'm like. covering 65K. Well, yeah. It's a break. I, I just don't see, like, the level of, like, the flawless chase last year where, like, we were at the Mint and, like, you know, we were breaking it. Everybody was breaking it. And I, because it's. We yeah, were it's, also buying it. Exactly. At, at the inflated price, too. Right. right. So, and then you get stuck holding the bag. Yeah, it's not that, fun. That, that's. And that's the that's the avenue that we like to stay in. And at least with the Fla- ones who are holding yeah. the bag. And with flawless, <laughs> it was like, hey, you're buying it, but like you could hit the Warriors triple logo man. You could hit a rookie logo man. Like there were yeah, other the product was still new. Exactly, there were other incentives where it's like this is like it's Luca no, or I mean, nothing. But, well, what if you? I mean, you could hit a you could hit a Luca Gold, right? Yeah, the, but there is very few. Yeah, which there also are, is only ten of. Well, I mean, you can hit a. <laughs> Black gold? No, it wasn't that year. I mean, you've got you've got essentially three guys. Five more. Yeah, you've got three guys. I think you'd be like, I'm very happy to have this card out of this product. Uh, After that, yeah. But even a Lucas Silver, right? PSA ten is like what two K? So it's like you're not getting. Well, for one, you'd have to hit it, and for two, it had to be a PSA PSA ten. Yeah, exactly. Maybe maybe a maybe a so if we were to do do a PYT case break, Maverick sixty five K. <laughs> they'd have. They'd have. I mean, they'd have to be ninety percent of the price. They would have to be at least like forty-five thousand dollars, right? Yeah, fifty thousand, fifty grand. You know what you'd probably do? probably get like the other twenty-nine teams. You can probably get like a like fifteen, ten, fifteen thousand, ten to fifteen. Ten. You yeah. make it. You make it a three-spot PYT where it's uh, Mavericks, Clippers. And uh, the Hawks, and you just pair up every other team with those three teams, and there you go. There's your break. You get them as a throw-in. Could uh, be. Yeah. Also be a little expensive. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Got a shot at a $1.5 million card, though. So we'll see. We'll keep, uh, we'll keep you updated on that. So I'm sure you'll see it before uh, once it happens, and then we'll talk about it a week later. But that's just how we roll. Uh, more hobby news. Uh, Prism Monopoly. Anything to talk about here? Uh, Padini is partnering with the Hasbro company. Monopoly, yes, the game you play. And uh, they're intertwining some Prism basketball cards. Do you have any info besides the photo there? <laughs> it's, 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 uh, it's Prism. That's a Monopoly game. That's, uh, uh, okay, so we were trying, I think Dan and I were trying to figure this out last week of like, are you getting like yeah. new cards? I, I, so it sounded like there's going to be the game itself, and then they're going to be uh, blaster boxes with different cards. So it's not just going to be like, you know, you buy a thing, Monopoly set and you get similar, your six game I mean, pieces. Similar it's to po- be a little different. Pokemon. I think you're going to have like 
the the boosters that go along with the game. Now, me and Cody were trying to figure out, is it going to play like a conventional Monopoly game or is it going to play like a TCG game? The set features 90 cards. Besides the main game, there are booster packs and boxes that also have inserts and parallels like Monopoly Boardwalk. Uh, you get four cards per pack, six packs per box for the uh, Monopoly edition of Prism. There are no properties. Instead, it starts with players building their decks. Packs and trading are encouraged. As the game involves, players get additional cards and ultimately win by getting the most points like a real basketball game. Uh, based on fan insights, we notice a unique crossover opportunity between individuals who love classic gameplay and card collecting, which ultimately lit the spark to create and bring the innovative trading card element to Monopoly, says Hasbro's Gaming <coughs> Senior Vice President and General Manager. It it sounds like unlike any other Monopoly crossover, because what they generally do is they just slap a uh, different property, a uh, different franchise on the product, and they just have like whatever the characters of that property or franchise is um the the different houses will be called something else like you know i we have this i have the sonic version uh, my family has a sonic version where it's just like instead of uh you know what what's that main one that everybody wants bill uh the main Board property or whatever yeah, boardwalk it'd be like the blue sonic ones. green hill or whatever <laughs> right you know what i'm saying but this sounds like it's actually a completely different freaking game yep it's uh you gotta be eight Eight years old to play it or, or older. I, so, I just bought uh, the wife the uh, the Britney Spears version. And it's Ooh. just, have you guys opened it and looked at it? It, it is, it literally, instead of properties, it is her singles. Her hit songs, yeah. yeah. So, so, baby, one more time is Park Place? I don't, I don't, well, it would be Boardwalk, maybe. I mean, well. Yeah, whatever the most valuable. It's got to be that one. Yeah, so that's what they, that's what they normally, maybe. that's what they Toxic, normally do, Toxic right? It was a big one. And this, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of in, 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 I'm intrigued in seeing how the game actually plays. It sounds completely different from what Monopoly generally is. So we got that, and uh, you know, luckily for Panini, they didn't come out with this a couple of years ago <coughs> when they had all the licenses, because now it doesn't look as bad for the name, right? So first Which was your I, point? First thing I thought of when I when I heard about it, Panini Monopoly. <laughs> now I don't think Fanatics can come out with it. Um, wouldn't wouldn't look as as good. Uh, ben Baller Chrome is skyrocketing, which uh, would have never guessed in my entire life, because the last couple years have been so so on the release of Ben Baller Chrome. This year they changed the bordering around a little bit, and uh, it uh, is it, it is highly in demand right now. Why we can't keep it on the shelf? So uh, good job by Tops, uh, but we're still left scratching our heads, and I think C Rad's broke more of it than any of us other three guys in this room. So he's here to tell us why Ben Baller Chrome, the thirty eighth Chrome release of the year, is doing mm -hmm. really well. Well, to start off, um, like I was telling you guys off air, to start off, the pricing was better than in previous years. It started off at one fifty for everybody um, to so when buy they retailed uh, it. When they retailed it, it was one, and from previous years, it started off at two fifty. So it's a hundred dollar difference this year, um, to start off. Two, and I'm telling you this as somebody who has opened up a lot, a lot of Tops Chrome products this year, between Sonic and Update and regular Tops Chrome and whatever that one Tops Tops Chrome Black, uh, Cosmic, uh, Cosmic. It is besides maybe Cosmic, it is the best looking Chrome product out, out of all of them. But do you think in 20 years when, like, either Bobby Witt or Julio or one of these guys is, like, you know, Hall of Fame status, 
We'll be like Ben Baller is the top Chrome one. No, well, no, but but at the same time, like the product has skyrocketed, but it's it's at three fifty, which is expensive, but it's not. A, it's still not a crazy expensive product for a Topps Chrome product. And doesn't Ben Baller have autographs in in the set? Yeah. Well, that's the reason, right? I mean, everybody. Which would yeah, which which like Cody was telling me sells for more than probably everybody else besides Julio in the set. Um, yeah, it's just it's a it's a great looking product. The black border really really makes the bait the regular base so that's the biggest difference this year is that remember the prior two years it was just the same chrome look it just had with the, the ben chain, baller chain. It had the ben baller yeah. chain on it yeah do we know what the print run is for this because that was a big reason why cosmic chrome went crazy the, highs the, the biggest parallel you can get is 99 i recall or okay. 75 so that helps with the print run yeah 21 autographs on the subject on the on the subject list um yeah. The colors seem to pop really well too, like the golds and stuff like I, that. I actually love the black border and I love the the nameplate. Mm-hmm. I, I I actually think the design looks really, really good. Well that's the that's not the base design, is it? That is that's the, the that is the variation, yeah. yeah. But the base design is very similar. Yeah. Like it, it looks just like the just the nameplate is different, like Dan was pointing out. They um and they have the special diamond cut die cuts right and mm-hmm. how often do those fall is it one per box uh i think you get usually one or two a box but you generally want a box but um yeah and you can get you can get parallels sometimes you will get two or three if it's like if there's parallels in there if it's one of the parallels you get from the box they do have jeremy pena chrome rookie autos has he been a chrome rookie auto and any of the other stuff has he uh i, I, I would guess up Date would be the only thing. So was he not, not one of the SP, the five SPs from regular Chrome? Mm, like no, no, he wasn't, no, huh? No. So yeah, update was his only other rookie. So a uh, recent orange sale of a Ben Baller Chrome, uh, Jeremy Pena, thousand dollars. Yeah, another top sale here. J Rod uh, SSP rookie gold auto numbered out of fifty twenty five hundred dollars. Nice. So um, it, what one thing for me is befuddling is Tops isn't quite as behind as. Uh, Panini and Upper Deck on their releases, but you know we've came out with the 2023. We've got hype hype on Adley and Gunnar Henderson and all these guys, right? Uh, and then the 2022 stuff still coming out and selling. You know what I mean? It's like we have two rookie classes kind of going on at the same time. Yep. Um, even Inception that's coming out is 2022. 2022. I thought so, it was 2023 for a second. So did I. I couldn't find it. So <laughs> um, it's it's definitely an interesting uh, d- dynamic. But it's pretty close to like this is is Inception it or is there what are generally we Bowman's best is the That's last right. release of yep. the year and that usually comes out the end of December beginning of January. But we're not getting it until I think next week. Yeah, I mean it, it's coming. It's coming. They're <laughs> doing. I mean they're they are they're doing a. Based on how many releases they are getting out, they're doing a pretty good job. Yeah, they're doing a good job. They're doing good. Yeah. There, now there was that I, I vividly recall last year when we were we were going through a very weird period where we weren't getting much tops baseball at all because it was that transition period where they were trying to figure out distribution, right? Or they just weren't coming out with a lot of products at the time. I think it was like right before the summer last year. Like we were dry for foot for baseball for like months, dude. And now it's like I mean, I feel like we're it's getting, the it's I, the complete opposite I feel like of dry. We're getting a a new release every week. Yeah, yeah, couple, yeah, couple of new releases. Couple well, I mean, a lot of sapphires. I'm, I'm like even well, I don't really consider those new releases because they are direct to consumer. Yeah, 
But we get them a little bit later. But we are getting like it feels like one baseball release every week or two. Yep. Yeah, and it's been crazy how well they're performing. I feel like there's more buzz of baseball going into this season than I, I, there has been in the last five years. I told you before, like, but I, every year, actually, February, that's when baseball collectors are really, like, Definitely. they're into it. Like, yeah. that that's, like, the prime time. If you're coming out with any type of baseball product, February is it. Like, So maybe are, maybe they've readjusted now that Fanatics is <clears> at the <throat> helm here and – They've tried to pack more things in right around the beginning of baseball. Yeah, dude. That's the most popular time to get it out. So maybe uh, kudos to Tops on that for yeah. creating uh, some buzz and some I, interest and some good selling products. I feel like that works with football as well. Like products in July and August perform really well. Yeah. People want to rip it. Back to back good rookie classes uh, and just general interest in baseball. I don't know if you saw there was a report that like the spring training game from like two days ago was like the best rated tr- spring training game in like the history of espn like out like was, bizarre. It, with, uh, was it with uh uh otani versus no uh, it was like mets and cardinals who, huh. who's wa- who's watching spring training i mean me uh, I, mean, I mean i'm a sicko that's me yeah absolutely yeah no <laughs> doubt but i don't know maybe it's the pitch clock thing people are liking it despite the fact that i think i've seen a lot of people being like i don't know if Which, i like it but talking to some people who went to some spring training games they the consensus is, is that people do like how fast the game is going. But you know, one thing I, uh, I did play baseball for 15 years, obviously didn't, didn't get very Jamaica? far. No. Um, I, you know, I turned, I turned down a career in baseball to, a become, a breaker, to, to become a breaker. <laughs> but um, one thing I was thinking was, is the pitch clock, you know, you, the, the player has less time to think. Um, right. So we're going to see some kind of advantage to certain players and some type of disadvantage to other players. You know, before you'd have the guy step out of the box, readjust the gloves, you know, and, Kind of get himself together after maybe an 0-2 count. Boring. So there's less time. Right. There's less time for this guy to analyze and think about the pitch now. So are we going to get more swing throughs? I mean, we already have a lot of strikeouts. I, mean, I, I think mean, we're ultimately going to get even more strikeouts. This was the goal, is to get the ball in play, to get you just get you, keep you on your toes. That was but the whole that, goal. But that also works with pitchers as well. Works. Yeah. With, I mean, they can't – you can only toss over – I don't twice. know the exact number. I think, I think it's twice. So that's how they're buying themselves time is tossing it over. Well, you toss it over. You you basically, like, readjust. You get off the mound. You walk around. You, like, basically ice the hitter. And that works in the pitcher's – for the pitcher's benefit. Now, like, the pitcher's not going to be able to do that. I, st- I, I honestly, as a hitter, I think it, it's a disadvantage because I don't think you can – Unless just being more aggressive is going to be better, but I think you know having that time to decide, to think about what the count is, to think about who's on second, you know who's coming up, all this other stuff that you can kind of have some time to discuss when you're or, or discuss in your head when you're outside the box, see what kind of sign you're getting. I feel like you're getting less of that now because you're having to force yourself to get back in the box, and I think it's a disadvantage for the hitter. But we'll see, we will see. Yeah, kind of exciting. Uh, baseball cards, a football player is going to be featured. We're we're talking tops fanatics now. Uh, we were at the conference at Chase Field over the last couple days. It started Sunday, ended on Tuesday. So uh, a, a few big announcements coming out. But I want to start with Tom Brady is going to have a Bowman card uh, in draft uh, as an expo because he was drafted by the expos um, and uh, po- possible autos. Um, but wait a second. How was Tom Brady drafted by the expos when it was 1994? 1995. He out of high school. Before he went to Michigan, so he was like seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, it was that a yeah? He he went 
out of out of Sarah High. He was drafted. What, like I mean, thirty eighth round or prob- probably probably somewhere around there. I have to check, but I, I'm pretty sure it was pretty low in the draft. Because I was like, he's a quarterback rookie in 2000. So, so his car is that going to be available in 2023? Bowman draft. Bowman. Oh, so draft later this yeah, like, way yeah. later. Which this I mean year. makes okay. sense, right? Because he was drafted. Right, 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 right. By them. Um, so you know, <laughs> autos possible. Probably won't be a whole lot in there. Do you guys think that's a good value add, or that's too much of a gimmick? We've had it before. Yeah, we've had it with Russell Wilson. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a fun. It's a fun addition, I think. John Elway. John Elway. Johnny Manziel. Timothy Tebow. Jameis Winston. De- Deion Sanders. Jameis Winston. But J- but Deion Sanders actually played <laughs> baseball. These guys. I mean, so did Tim Tebow. I mean, I know he didn't play the majors, <laughs> he but he did baseball. play in the minors. So he got close. I mean, I feel that we've talked about Tim Tebow a lot. Too much. <laughs> Hall of Famer. Um, Hall of Famer. <laughs> much rather have his cards than Luka Doncic cards. But, oh, you know. God. Well, I mean, in there, I get it. I mean, I agree with you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's that's that was one of the announcements is getting Brady in there, which I think is obviously going to be a cool chase. If you're buying the you know a break, you're buying the Nationals, I guess, for your chance, right, of getting a uh, uh, of Tom Brady a Bowman uh, card. So we'll see. Um, they're also going to be cutting back on products. I know Cody has a list, but some of the notables opening day is now not going to be made. And first edition, which if anybody wants them, I think we have some first edition in the back. Uh, I think that one was too watered down, and I think they're catching up. Uh, and we talk about the parallel era being over. I think first edition plays right into that parallel era. I I don't know if the parallel era is over because from all this sapphire that I've been opening up, all the sapphire I've been opening up is, dude. It's like I, I. This is what I want to say. It feels like the baseball collectors are now okay with what basketball collectors have always been collecting, which is just like base cards that are parallels. Because I'm opening up sapphire and I'm opening up Ben Baller and I'm opening up update Saf. I'm opening up all these products. Uh, Sonic Light with no autos. It, it, there's, there's no autos in any Conrad's of this like, stuff. Dude. I remember opening up products where you actually got autos. <laughs> it's like. And this is a lot of products recently, and I'm like, and guys, baseball collectors are loving it. They're loving it. There we go. The parallel era, but I do continues. But I do agree. Like first edition was like that. That was definitely an old tops idea. Like before Fanatics took over, because it was like, did we need a first edition of a first Bowman, bro? (laughs) No. (laughs) First, first. But yeah, I mean, you see the 0304 tops base. Uh, they have the first edition of LeBron. Um, I believe there's some first edition popular Bowmans of baseball players over the years as well. So it kind of went on a hiatus, came back, and now it's back on a hiatus. And they'll probably wait for the right time to release it again. Uh, what other products are? I know Bowman <laughs> Transcendent is no mo. It's gone. I yeah, gold label. Uh, no, tra- uh, Transcendent uh, is no. We're that's that's Bowman. Bowman, Bowman, Bowman Transcendent. Uh, not that I've seen. No, think, Bowman Transcendent I, seems to be still then. going. I don't think so. I think that was on there. Yeah. Well, gold label clearly authentic. Uh, Tops opening day gold label clearly authentic. Fire Bowman first edition gallery, archive snapshots Bowman Chrome X, uh, and Bowman Heritage still not coming back. And I think they also made it a point that. They're not going to be coming out this year, but they could make an appearance another year at some point down the road. And that they may not be sta- – I think the the key, too, is that you're not going to be standalone releases. So they could be put in as inserts, as inserts somewhere. So it's it may or not make, be the last. Or make this, like this, a, this is a good thing. Or make thing. like a Chronicles. I was going to say that. Call it Volumes. 
and just have uh, basically all the sets into one. There you go. Uh, and, and use that. Which is the saddest one that you guys are going to miss? Clearly authentic. I was going to say the same thing. Damn it. Clearly authentic. Um, that was a good product. I you love, know, for I me, product. all solid choices. I'm not going to miss any of them. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought you were going to say, for me, it's all about the vibes. Um, but uh, <laughs> I got to be honest, it is. A, I, I kind of agree with C Red. Like, clear authentic is probably, if I had to pick one, probably that one. But I'm not going to miss a lot of those okay. products. I feel like you guys are so going off. Like, well, I also feel like you, you guys are feeling go, like, clearly, I think the last couple years have been okay. But. Dude, you guys remember when Clue Out Thing, where they were first doing it, it was pretty trash. Like the first few I, years. I, I just. You take a card regular and you turn it into an acetate card. I love it. Yeah, it is. Hard to. The acetate era might be fading too, and I think they they what is it? Uh, it's not an area that they, I want to. I don't want to be. I don't want to be in an area where it's fading away. <laughs> well, they do have. <laughs> so one of the advantages of Series One 2023 Hobby is the number to 10 clears. Mm. So they don't have them of all the rookies, but they have them of the main. Nice. Like Adley, Gunner. Only and only available in Hobby, not Only jumbo. available in Hobby. So obviously the odds are probably very hard to get them. But, but that's, a nice, that's a nice extra chase for Hobby, though. Yep. I like stuff like that. Nice addition. Wait, in, in Series 1? Series 1, Hobby only. Just Hobby. Yes. Like yeah. not Jumbo. No. Just Hobby. Just that's hobby. pretty cool. I like that. So oh, that's, uh, We need more of that. Yeah, I mean, they do the orange refractors in the uh, uh, Bowman version. Um, Bronny James is now featured in the Topps Chrome McDonald's All-American set. Uh, when we got solicited, now that you know all the things that are coming together make sense on why they're coming out with an All-American set, now that they're able to do this. But I was like, why are we doing an All-American set? doesn't make a lot of sense, but that the air got cleared there. So Bronny James is coming out in that set as uh, at some point, uh, and... Uh, I don't know. Is this going to be the card that you want, or is it going to be the stopgap before you get the other stuff? There will be a lot of hype, but it's probably he, at some point he'll have another card and people will move on. But out of the gate, I think there's going to be a lot of hype. They have said his stock has gone up to the point where they figure he is going to be a top 10 pick at this point. Yeah. So And um, probably higher because getting Bronny means getting LeBron. Even if he's not... You know what? At that point, he'll be forty-year-old, forty-one-year-old LeBron James. But even if he's not the player, the marketing alone is is worth it. Significantly worth it. Yep. So that's going to be interesting to see. Um, you know these Bronny James, and I think this is all gearing towards tops having the NBA license at some point uh, and already having a deal uh, in place for Bronny James. Um, Hopefully, allegedly. So, um, also, we'll talk a little bit more about that coming up. Uh, they're working toward less redemptions, but that is a fine line, as we know here. You cannot put out a product like missing a J Rod rookie uh, in terms of last year's product. Um, you know, maybe Adley Rushman this year. You you have to have those guys uh, centered around the product. So, uh, redemptions are always going to happen. Uh, we like to hear that there's going to be less. Uh, but I hope at not the point of affecting the product's uh, uh, big hit potential. So yep. um, uh, we have new parallels. We have frozen fractors, uh, cards that are numbered below zero. Bro, bro. So you have wait, a wait. negative five of zero. <laughs> bro, what? <laughs> this, you haven't heard this yet? This, this, this isn't real, right? It's not April Fool's Day here yet. This is real. This is, this is real. Negative uh, one of zero. Uh, his mind, he's got, he's stuck. We gotta reset him over here. 
<laughs> uh, now, what? I missed this portion of the conference. I had some meetings um, at the conference. Is this going to be in Bowman? Is there a specific product these frozen we, fractures are going to be in? Uh, I don't think there was anything. From my research, there was nothing specific. The retrofractors, which do seem like a kind of a pretty cool idea, actually, which are going to be first Bowman cards that never existed. So you're okay. going to get the Babe Ruth Red Sox first Bowman, quote unquote. They, and they, that will be the only time you ever see it. similar to that back in the day. They did the super fractors that never were. So um, that is making a comeback. But the Frozen Fractors, there's no product specific. The Frozen Fractor is not a good idea. <laughs> well, when I first heard it, I was like, on oh, Elsa, let it go. Oh. Yeah, I thought that we were Danny doing B. a Disney I was going to say, see, right, you're just going to have to let it go. So <laughs> the negative one of zero would be the one of one. A serious question. I really, is I really. Any, is anybody is in a negative five? Our audio, our audio of, only listeners. I implore you to please watch the video to just see Conrad's reactions to all this. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out more information what? with this. So I think the negative, the negative one would be the one of one. It's a one of one. Okay. I, I don't. I'm not sure if I know. I know Midwest. Uh, shout out on Twitter. I, I believe that they reported it about about it about it, but. Uh, I haven't been able to find uh, some more info on it, uh, but I'm, I am interested. I, 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 I would love to be in the boardroom meeting where they came up with this. Well, I mean, this isn't the first time we've had a zero card. Remember, Jackass has zero of zero cards that are one of ones. So it was already in the works. Jackass trading cards has the zero of zero. But it makes – but see, like, when, you're, when your line is called zero cool – like I'm like, well, that zero makes sense. Zero out of zero, yeah. Zero out of zero. Well, they, it's kind they, of a fun this little just play. makes me feel like it gives another opportunity just to make more parallels. Parallels, and if you can make more parallels, you can make more product. So you guys are saying that this is too gimmicky. Well, it also sounds like the same products are probably they're still going to have like number to twenty five, like you would you assume know, positive twenty five. 50, all that stuff, and now you can just yeah. do it the opposite way. So you're essentially making double the parallels. Right. right. I also want very to difficult to build a rainbow at that point. Oh yeah, right. it's, uh, it's a lot of them. <laughs> uh, I mean, I have the. I, you're gonna have to have like the below zero rainbow, and then like <laughs> the above zero rainbow. The above zero rainbow. One thing I wanted to mention and then too: it'd be double rainbow. Double rainbow. <laughs> what does it all mean? <laughs> Jeez. Um, I mean, it is getting colder out there. So climate change refractors coming coming soon <laughs> as well. Um, one thing I, I, I did want to mention that it big, Tops Big League, we didn't have this on the slide. They are going to have redemptions. Now, I, I've, I've heard it's pitched at kids because Big League is a kid's product where the athlete will follow you back on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So That's awesome. That's but, awesome. Uh, I somehow think that it's going to be more adults chasing that than it is going to be children. <laughs> Absolutely. thousand percent. Hey, you know who follows me, man? Babe Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Could you imagine if it was like trial? I mean, I don't know what players are going to be on the checklist for that. I, I mean, I can't assume that you were going to have the elite of the elites on there for a following 
But, uh, you know, maybe like a Mark Melanson type I mean, might be on but there. like Trout has got a big deal with Tops. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if Trout... And also, Trout's social media profile is, like, basically very wholesome. And, you know, the only things he tweets during the season is a photo of a, uh, the emoji of an airplane saying, what's the next city the Angels are going to? Like, that is the extent of yeah. his social media personality. So, following, you know, that's that's not that crazy to get a follow from him. Yeah, so that, we'll see. Um Pivoting into cool. some news that will lead us into some other news is uh, Fanatics hires former clutch sports agent Omar Wilkes, uh, son of Jamal Wilkes, uh, former uh, four, four-time NBA champion, to run its athlete relations department. Clutch represents LeBron James, Dray, uh, Anthony Davis, Draymond Green, and more. Tops acquired the NBA uh, PA card rights or acquires the rights in 2025. So. I think all signs point to some LeBron stuff coming out. Um, I mean, it, with the Brawny stuff coming out, I think LeBron coming over one way or the other is, uh, I think, uh, a good thing for the hobby. And uh, this kind of is another little domino to fall. We already heard that Fanatics acquired Mitchell and Ness has also been uh, teamed up with uh, Maverick Carter on that one, who's also a big uh, LeBron, obviously, guy with the show and all the stuff that they do together. So um, I think this is another cog in line of, of getting uh, some LeBron licensed autos again, which I think would be a great thing for this uh, hobby. Going Huge forward. thing for the hobby. So allegedly, uh, allegedly. And you have to think, too, like LeBron is look, he's still I know he's hurt right now, but like the shows no signs of stopping in terms of his when he's healthy and on the court. But he certainly is like putting all the pieces in place for a post-career what is he going to do post career? What are the things he's going to be attached to? Um, and so, yeah, he just—it it all just makes sense the way this is kind of happening. Without saying it, I feel like fanatics and tops are saying something is coming. Just be ready. And uh, that leads us into our last story of the day, um, which Cody, what what is this? A biggest product of all time? So yeah, uh, Ivan, uh, watch the break. Shout out to Ivan. Uh, I was following him. If you were, he was the guy to follow during the industry conference. He was he was live tweeting all the news. Did a great job. Did a fantastic job. Uh, must follow on Twitter. Uh, but put out this quote uh, from Tops. Quote: Within the next month, we will have the biggest product announcement in the history of trading cards. Big, big statement to put out there, and uh, we were there was rampant speculation inside here when we saw that tweet the other day. Like, what could it be? Uh, I think you know, is it? Is it some of us are jokingly saying it's Top Series Three. That's what it's gonna be. Uh, but no, it, it's Frozen Fractors. It's Frozen Fractors or whatever it may be. Uh, um, but what could it be? I think my gut reaction was it's something involving LeBron. Jordan, maybe I felt like Upper Deck acquiring Upper Deck and then saying Upper Deck Baseball is back. Is that the biggest product announcement of all time? No, but it would be big, and a lot of people will be really excited about it. And you have enough excuses to include Jordan LeBron in there if you really wanted to. I mean, yeah, I mean, I could definitely see that. Um, you know, we actually had a debate, uh, I think it was Ivan who was talking to. I've, I've, Excuse me if I can't remember what I was talking about this, but mentioning it, the most iconic card of all time. A lot of people say that the, the 52 mantle is that most iconic card of all time. You can make a pretty strong argument that the 89 upper deck King Griffey Jr. rookie card is by far more iconic because it had more reach into collectors' hands. It, yeah, it was readily available. I mean, every everybody growing up who was 
even somewhat of a card collector, had an 89 Upper Deck rookie, King Griffey Jr. And it was it was Ivan because I was sitting right next to you. Yep, yep. it was Ivan. Shout out to Ivan again. <laughs> uh, brought to you by Watch the Breaks. I watch the Breaks on Twitter here. And, uh, you know, obviously the the Panini rumor, um, um, you know, we thought they were going to sell. We don't know if they're going to sell. Uh, you know, with some of the recent announcements with the Monopoly stuff, uh, it almost appears that Panini is just going to wait these licenses out, maybe continue business as usual for the next two years. That's something to see. So maybe pivoting into an upper deck acquisition and obviously a little bit more affordable probably than uh, than Panini, at least I would think on the outside looking in. Uh, don't know numbers, though, but that, that might make sense. Uh, but if it's not any of those, if it's not upper deck, if it's not Panini, what else could it be? Could it be the LeBron James? Just LeBron James gets signed as an exclusive? But that's not really a trading card. Well, biggest trading card. the biggest what what this could be is there's an announcement about LeBron <clears throat> uh, signing on fanatics. I don't know what the deals of his contract are with Upper Deck, if he can do that. But I could see it being LeBron now is an exclusive deal with fanatics. And there's going to be a LeBron Bronny set coming very soon. I almost guess they can't put the licensing yet. So, like, I almost don't want them to rush this, have airbrushed Jordan's or airbrushed LeBron stuff. For basketball, baby baseball, like you said, but uh, you know, it. it I, I want to see it kind of like come to fruition as a full 0304 Tops Chrome reprint type, uh, maybe tribute set or something where he can be in, in in the licensed basketball products. I didn't even think of that. It is the 20th anniversary of 2003, 2004 Tops Chrome at the end of the year here, so that could be something. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that is true. Wow, it is 20th anniversary. Yep. But they can't use the NBA yeah. license, right? Yet, um, unless they've somehow figured out something uh, as far as, as far as that concerned. Actually, can, you know what? They, I figured it out. You know what they're going to announce? Barry Bonds transcendent. Yeah, there it is. That's probably what's going to like happen. a standalone unit, like just a Barry Bonds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that Barry. would be the biggest announcement of all time. <laughs> Barry Bonds is back, baby, <laughs> hanging out with Chris Mullen and Raleigh Fingers at the Sharks game. I mean, it could be some sort of like legend set where it's like guys you were not expecting, like Bonds. And LeBron in the same product or something like that would be pretty Ooh. seismic if that were the case. Like a like an all time like a, some of you guys may remember like a up- goat set. And, and Tom Brady is there. Uh, upper deck what if they did, do a goat? Upper deck set? did a goat set. Yeah, that was actually pretty popular in yeah. twenty fourteen. They did a all time great set. Yep. Remember, and yep. it was uh, unfortunately they didn't have the NBA license, so it was collegiate at the time. But it was like. Julie Serving, Larry Bird, LeBron James, Michael Jordan. They were themed they boxes. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. Oh, yeah, they had a multi-sport. They had a couple different uh, iterations of the product. So, yeah, actually, I didn't even think about that. Uh, but what do you put LeBron in, then, if you come out pre-NBA license? Is he is he in the, is he the back in the in the, the 16-year-old LeBron a, in high school type uh, photo? Or, yeah, probably. Or is it LeBron? What baseball team could he be on? Uh, it would be Red Sox. If he's in a baseball product, he would be the Red Sox because he's part of the Fenway uh, ownership. Group. Oh, yeah. So that's where you could do it. Tom Brady so, in there. That's why you you could do, like, upper deck baseball, but you include, you know, Jordan on the White Sox and LeBron as a Red Sox, uh, you know, uh, auto or whatever. So could they, they could do an all-time it. greats with, like, a transcendent-type party that you go and you meet LeBron? Would that be insane? That's what that's what I was going to say. Like, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around the biggest product announcement of all time. And the only thing I could, like, honestly, unless they're acquiring Upper Deck here and they're going to announce me some exquisite or something like that along those lines, the only thing I could, other thing I can think of is, like, a GOAT transcendent product where it's going to include LeBron, Brady, 
trout uh, bonds. Bond. It really bonds. does require buying upper deck because then you can throw in Gretzky, you could throw in Jordy, you could throw in Serena <laughs> Williams, you throw in so many. A, uh, literally feeling, all the goats. I have a feeling. I think we're over. We're overthinking this. Oh, yeah. I, I think. I think it's going to be something like they're going to do a product that's going to include an experience very similar to how like they have the the transcendent parties and stuff like that. Yeah. I think we're going to see something like that, like an experience with an athlete inserted you, into a specific product. You, you when you say but when you say like biggest product in the history of trading cards, that's a biggest God product damn, that's a bold statement. So I think it's going to be something that like a product they already have. They're Could just going to include something else. Physically the biggest product. Could that be the possibility? Yes. Maybe we're getting like a full-sized uh, bat or seats or something from a game. I don't know. 50K mystery box. Could be. We get a case coming to our door here that's literally the size of our building. Yep. yep. Here it is, the biggest product announcement of all time. There's it's a player inside big. of it somewhere. There's just literally. to come out and <laughs> sign cards for you. Ryan Sandberg walks out of the box. Hey, I get to hang out with your shop for a week. Yeah. Either way, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what this is. Me too. So uh, we'll find out more as the weeks go on about this announcement. Um, interested because in the next month, so this could lines be up with the mint. Lines up with the mint. It's also yeah. beginning a baseball season. Lines up with the mint. It so, has to be a baseball product. Gotta, it, I feel like it's, I feel like it's got to be a baseball because they don't now. have the licenses yet, unless something acquires in yeah. the meantime. But that's I'm, like I'm still placing my bet. It's it's the return of upper deck baseball. That's what that's my bet. We will see. I mean, that would be in line with the 89. Maybe they come up with an 89 set somehow. Um, you know, we'll see. Uh, but that's all we got for today's show, guys. Follow us at MojoBreak underscore com on Instagram. Latest reels and videos there. Also, get, get into a break, MojoBreak.com for Bowman Inceptions coming out this week, along with F1 Dynasty. All the latest products, Ben Ballers breaking over there. Um, so get in on a break, chase these big hits. Also, don't forget about the biggest break of all time, 162 box baseball. Pick your team mixer, 20 different years, including the 89 upper deck is in the break. So check that out, and we'll see you guys next week on The Hype. Peace. 